0: Good afternoon and Happy New Year. Welcome to the Be The One You Need podcast. This is your host, Sophia Nelson, also author of the forthcoming book, Be The One You Need, 21 Life Lessons I Learned While Taking Care of Everyone But Me. I know that so many of you can relate to that subtitle, uh, reconcile with that subtitle, Uh, Feel that subtitle because you live it every day and you want something different and you're tired and you really want some change in your 2022 but you're not sure how to get there and maybe you're at midlife and you feel stuck or maybe you're a new empty nester and you devoted all of your best and your greatest and your warmth and your kindness and your care to your kids And to your family and now your kids have gone off to school or they've gone into service in the military or they're getting married themselves and building lives and starting families. And you feel like, well, what's left for me? Um, No matter where you are today, I think that this masterclass has something for you. Um, If you were able to join us on New Year's Day on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram, we had a great turnout and uh, all of those master classes are still available on every one of the platforms. I am Sophia Nelson on all three. You can click on and watch the videos. All three a little different. Um, I tried to uh, understanding the platform and they're different, and the type of followers on each platform, the engagement. I wanted to uh, have each one be a little bit different in time and length and substance, so you can watch them if video is your thing, but. I wanted to do an audio masterclass uh, this morning with you, this afternoon with you, or whenever you listen to uh, this class. So uh, let me just say, first of all, at the outset, this class is designed to help you discover, take care of, and honor you in 2022. You know, I think there are a lot of what I call misdefinitions about what self-care really is. And let me tell you what self-care is not. Self-care is not a vacation or a spa day, although those are great. Self-care is not just taking a walk out in the woods once in a while and communing with nature or hiking or whatever, although that's great. Self-care is not just having a bottle of wine with your friends around the fire pit uh, every Friday night or on the weekends, although... I love doing that too. Self-care, true, meaningful, life-changing, nurturing, nourishing health care, health care is self-care. So when I say health care, what do I mean? Well, there's mental health, there's physical health, there's emotional health, there's relational health, and there's spiritual health. Each one of those parts of us has, just like our body, if you get the flu, if you get the cold, if you've had COVID, God forbid, as I have twice. Uh, So grateful to be here, live to see 2022. If you have a physical ailment, and you know your health has to be tended to, what do we do when we're sick? We rest, we drink lots of fluids. We see the doctor, we get a diagnosis, we take our medicine, we rest some more, and then we try to recover and get better and get stronger. Well, self-care is a daily introspection, it's an examination, and it's really being in tune with what you want, what you want, what you need, and what you desire, Now, some of you have already shut down because you think that I'm getting zen on you or I'm telling you to be all, you know, whatever. I'm not. I'm speaking the truth. I got up to go to the restroom at about 2 a.m. in the morning and I happened to see that my phone notifications were on and I got a text from one of my best friends, one of my best friends who's a reverend, who is a delightful woman, um, just amazing. And her text was distressing. She said, I'm hurting, I'm devastated. A member of my family committed suicide earlier today. And I had to read it a couple times because I had to make sure that I was seeing it right. You know, you're half asleep and you don't have your glasses on. And I read it again. And then I immediately sat up, put the light on. And I wrote back and I said, I'm here if you want to talk or if you just want me to listen. And I'm so sorry. And I know enough about the family to know there were dynamics of addiction and some other things going on. But the person who committed suicide actually wasn't the person who had those addictions. She was the mother of someone who had an addiction. And she was depressed People didn't recognize it or she didn't share it and they didn't know it. And she was carrying the weight of everybody else. Don't miss what I'm saying. Tune in. Listen up. And the weight of worrying about her child, the weight of stress of how her own mother had passed away many years before and all the things that this woman had been through caught up with her. And she didn't see a better way out. And she wasn't tending to, likely, the voice of her soul, which says, I need more, I need help, I need to work this through somehow, I'm not sure what to do. And there are millions of our fellow citizens out there right now who are in this exact same position, and tens of millions more all around the world. Suicide is on the rise, violence is on the rise, anger, eruption, rage, unkindness, incivility, all of that is on the rise. And it's because we are not tending to ourselves. We are not tending to our needs. We're not able to be authentic. We're not able to be honest. We're not telling the truth. We're living in what I call an Instagram world of photographs And fake photographs and putting forth an image that all is well and we're living life like it's golden. And in reality, life is hell. Um, Two of my good friends who I adore and love uh, announced recently that they were getting a divorce. They're very prominent celebrities. You all probably know who they are. I happen to know them both. I was caught flat-footed when I read that. Because I was under the impression this was a happily married young couple... With the whole future ahead of them, I was looking forward to an announcement about Baby. And just expecting great things based on the books they wrote together, on the times I've shared platforms with them, um, shared television with them, on the times that uh, I've watched their posts and their their laughter and their love and the joy you could see. And I was stunned because I'm like, wait a minute, this can't be right. How can they be getting a divorce? Like, these are one of the best couples I know. But the reality is, is that whatever they were dealing with, and I don't know and you don't know, but the pictures and the images we were seeing, the pressure for them to be on, the pressure for them to display some type of perfection, some type of great union and all of that in reality uh, was not at all what we saw and not at all what was their reality. What am I saying? What I want to get across to you this morning And this afternoon on this second day of January 2022 is I want to ask you two questions and and I hope you will journal. I hope you will really set about trying to do something different and being what you need in this new year. And it starts with two questions. The first question I want to ask you is what I've already asked you or already alluded to, which is what do you want? What do you want? It is the most essential, important question we can ever ask ourselves: What do I want from my life? What do I want from my marriage? What do I want from my relationships? What do I want from my relationship with my kids? What do I want my relationship with my parents and my siblings and my family? What do I want from my career? What do I want to see in this world before I die? What do I want to give? What do I want to be? What do I want? And the second question that I want you to ask yourself is, when is the last time you remember feeling truly happy, fulfilled, peaceful, not exhausted or tired or harried or hurried or worried, always busy, but just fulfilled, happy? Only you can answer that question. I'm going to get into three topics with you today, and I'm going to keep this tight because, again, you can watch the masterclass On my Twitter feed, on my Facebook public page, and on my Instagram, all with the blue check, I am Sophia Nelson. And then you can really sit down and take it at your pace. But this is great to listen to in the car or whatever you're doing. But the first word that I want you to write down today, in addition to, I really want you to mull over those two questions that I posed. But the first word I want you to write down is intention. Intention. Being intentional matters. It's the law of manifestation. It's the law of attraction. Don't laugh at that stuff. That's real. That's real. Because all change starts with my thoughts and then my actions. The power of life and death is in your words, the Bible says. Well, that's true. But beyond that, the power of change is in our ability to be intentional about what we want, what we need and what we're doing. You know, like all of you, this pandemic has shaken me to my core. Uh, I faced my mortality twice in my life already, twice. One time, a serious bicycle accident in 2013. And then another time in 2020 when I got COVID and they thought I had pneumonia and I was traveling and I wasn't even home in my own bed with my family. I was in a hotel and I, again, thank you for my Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority sisters. I love you. You saved my life. Uh, the Indiana chapter uh, with Sora's Miriam and Nicole Wilson and others who just took care of me and loved on me and got me the medical attention I needed, made sure I was well. Uh, thank you. But I really, when you are facing, you know, a fever of 104 degrees and you are sick as a dog and you're thinking you're not going to make it, you begin to think about a lot of things. And for me... Um, like all of you, this has been a lot. It's been stressful. It's been isolating. It's been scary. It's been, um, fearful. It's been all of those things. You know, we've lost 800,000 plus fellow Americans and millions more worldwide. And as you know, on New Year's Eve day, actress Betty White died suddenly and abruptly from natural causes apparently, but The irony is she was 99 and she was about to turn 100 in the next few weeks. And she's on the cover of People Magazine talking about that. And her expectation, don't miss this, was that she would live to see her 100th birthday. She was in great shape for a woman that would have been 80, much less a 99-year-old. And she really was one of those people that I've never quite seen the reaction to a death like what I saw on New Year's Eve Day. All walks of life, the president of the United States, comedians like Steve Martin, fellow actresses and actors, uh, world leaders, all kind of people, athletes, black, white, older, younger, just adored Betty White. And the question I asked myself was why? What what was the magic of Betty White? What was it about her living that drew people to her? And the answer is pretty simple. She made us laugh. She understood how to be light, how to have fun, how to be innocent. If you've ever watched The Golden Girls, my paternal grandmother loved that show. And I miss her every, every day. Grandmothers are special. And I would watch it with her sometime. I wish I had watched it with her more. But she made us laugh. And and through all of her losses and love and losing her husband and all the things that she went through... When they asked her what the secret was to a long life, she said laughter. And I really thought about that because I love to laugh. My family has told me my entire life that I missed my calling, that I should have been a comedian. And I thought about the, the parts of ourselves that we don't share with others, the parts that we hide. And in this year, I don't want to do that. I want to truly be more authentically me to have those boundaries, to pursue the things that I want. Not the things that I have to do, but the things that I want. And, you know, I'm reminded of what Maya Angelou said. And she said, you know, surviving is important, but thriving is elegant. And I think that's what Betty White exemplified for all of us. Just an elegance, an old-school charm and grace, uh, laughter, friendship she was quietly a real supporter of civil rights and did some things back in the 50s by letting african americans on her variety show which cost her her show Uh, there's a great clip with her and michael jackson dancing in the 70s on the jackson's variety show and just no prejudices no nothing in her spirit that would make you not want to be around her she was like sunlight And you know how I always post, connect yourself to people who feel like sunlight. Boy, is that the truth. So let me leave you with a few things. As you consider your life going forward, wherever you are, you might be 20 when you're listening to me. You might be 30, 40, 50, 60, 75. I don't know where you are in your journey. But what I know is that all of us wants the same thing at the end of the day. All of us wants the same thing. We all want to be loved. We all want to give love. We all want to be respected. We all want to give respect. And we all want to be heard. We all want to be heard and believed and cared for and protected and to feel safe. We're very simple. And we've complicated this thing called life because we don't do the work of dealing with those things that have hurt us that have challenged us, that have made us feel less than. And so the three things I want to give you really start from this premise of an amazing book I read. And you guys know what I'm going to say because you're laughing because I am. Oprah's newest book, What Happened to You? I can't recommend it enough. Download it right now. If you're struggling with things from your past, if you're struggling with unhealed hurts, with abuse, sexual trauma, emotional trauma, whatever it is you endured as a child, as a young person, in your first marriage as a young person, right now, trauma carves a place in our heart that does bad things to us. Unhealed trauma uh, sticks with us forever. And Everybody's trauma is different. Everybody's family is different. But the first thing I want to leave you with beyond asking yourself every single day you wake up, what do I want is that you are not defined by your family, by your history, by your past. You are not. The choice is yours to write the chapters of your life beyond the time that you leave your parents' house or wherever you were raised And if that place was not a loving place, a kind place, a good place, you have damage. And you're going to take that damage with you through whatever you do. And there are some successful people walking around. I'm one of them who are pretty damaged. And you can only run from yourself for so long because it will come up and you will have to face it because it will show up in your relationships, in your professional decisions. It'll show up in everything you do if you don't do the work. Being the one you need is a deeper self-care. It is a self-love. It is a self-value that says, I was put here to do great things. I want a purpose-driven life. I want a life that's meaningful. When I leave this earth, folks, I hope that if I live to be 79, 89, 99, whatever I get, that I get half the love Betty White had. I hope that when I leave, when my exit happens, because exits matter, that I left people better than I found them, that they saw me as a light, they saw me as love, they saw me as a friend, they saw me as loyal. That's because at the end, none of the stuff goes with us. I sit in my beautiful house and my beautiful office sometime and I look around and I look at all the accolades on the walls and the pictures with presidents and politicians and celebrities and I look at all the amazing things God has allowed me to do and I think none of this goes with me. The only thing I take with me is my soul and my judgment in front of my maker, that's it, but what I leave behind the books that I've written, the things that I've accomplished, the people that I loved, I did not get the gift of biological children. Um, that's an ache I live with every day. it never goes away. But what I do know is is that I have nieces, and my hope is that they will get married and they will have children, and their children will have children. And I've set up trust for them and I've set up legacy for them so that they can go on. But at the end of the day, if you want a life that is about something, that is a light to others, wherever you are right now and you're feeling like it's over or you're stuck or you just can't get it together or you're constantly asking yourself, what's wrong with me? You're asking the wrong question. Because the question is, what happened to you? And once you answer that, you take your power back. Number two is take your power back. This is the year of you, the year to take your power back. It means you reclaim what you lost. And it means that you figure out who you gave it away to and why you gave it away and how you take it back. And you take your power back by self-care. By knowing, hearing, and heeding that small voice inside of you because it knows the way. Do not ignore your intuition. Do not ignore that small voice because it knows your soul. It knows what you need and it knows what you want. Remember, the goal here is self-awareness. It's the deepest form of self-care. The goal is not to just survive. The goal is to thrive and to live. And last, last, the last point I want to leave you with is once you take your power back and once you've asked yourself, what do you want? You got to make a choice because every day we get up and we live, we make choices. And one of the choices I made in this new book that you are going to read later this year is to dig deeper and to answer that question, what happened to me? To go where the love is in my life and to get rid of relationships, whether they be family or not, that don't nurture me, honor me, that make me feel bad, that are abusive and unhealthy. I want to be more vulnerable. I want to be open to love and loving in a way that's really deep and not surface and not fake. This shallow that so many of us live in. We live shallow. We want to play in the shallow water because it's safer there. I want to go into the deep water. I want to be able to say the things that I need to say in truth and integrity and honor and honesty. Your voice is where your power resides. Your voice is the most amazing thing God gave you. I want to honor my capacity and my lack thereof. Practice good mental hygiene. What a great word. Meaning, I say no when I need to say no. I say enough when I need to say enough. And I call it a day. And last but not least, I want to honor and set healthy boundaries. I don't want to wall people out. I don't want to gate my heart. I want to have clear boundaries that I set every day with me against me because sometimes you are the worst problem you have. Sometimes you got to get out of your own way. I don't want to feel guilty about saying no. I don't want to feel guilty about setting boundaries. Physical boundaries, emotional boundaries, relational boundaries, spiritual boundaries. We have to shift. And the deeper you go, folks, the bigger and more consistent the changes that you will see. Digging deeper is necessary. It's essential in every aspect of self-discovery, growth, building relationships, and communication. As we start a new year... Put away the resolutions because they don't work. And get a plan. Ask yourself every day, do a check-in with you when you're having coffee by yourself or on the morning walk or while you're exercising. Turn the damn devices off. Too many pings and pangs and pals and dings and always on, and there's always another text and there's always another email. And I've gotten into a really great pattern and I love I go days without checking email. I know when I have something to do, and if I need to get that done, I get on, I get it done, and then I send it on its way. But I have now gotten into a pattern where I don't check email daily, and that's intentional. I don't want to react. I want to respond. I take my time now. um, And I want to encourage you to do the same thing. Give yourself a break. Every day you've got to check in with you and find out how you're feeling, what you're thinking, and what you need. And then communicate that, particularly if you're married or in a relationship. You've got to talk to people. Your kids need to talk to you. They need to hear from you. Your family needs to talk to you. They need to hear from you. You need to to, to change your stinky attitude and your stinky ways and your Ebenezer Scrooge ways. I had to uh, to own that with a family member uh, just this past week that I could be nicer I can be cranky and pissy because I got too much going on and I'm too busy and I don't even like me at times. And that's not who I want to be. That's not how I want to live. Is that how you want to live? Because it's not worth it. So do better. Put you first. I promise you if you put you first and you love you first and you nurture you first and you feel you first, man, you're going to make your spouse happy. Man, you're going to make your kids happy. You're going to be better at work. You're going to be a better boss, a better producer, a better athlete, a better coach, a better college professor, a better friend, a better lover. You're going to be all of those because you'll be operating from a space of I have more to give than I have less or I'm drained and I have nothing to give. So happy new year. Happy first Sunday of the new year. I have a birthday this week uh, and I'm going to be out for the next week and then I'll be back in work mode and writing and all of that the following week. Uh, It's going to be a busy 2022, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, Thank you so much for all you do. I would so appreciate it if you would go and pre-order a copy of Be The One You Need. Let's. Let's go ahead and get it a good kick out the door. It's months away from publication, but let's go ahead and get it started. Uh, The masterclass is free. All of these resources are free. A lot of people charge. I don't because I believe I get it back all the time. So thank you. God bless you and happy new year. And I look forward to an amazing season here on the Be The One You Need podcast with some amazing guests. And we'll start in a couple weeks bringing guests on. And uh, we got to give folks a minute to get acclimated to the new year. And then we'll start. Love you guys. God bless you. Happy New Year.